0: Welcome to the Hour of Glory broadcast with Reverend Jonathan Nkuban, Senior Pastor, Springs of Life Chapel International. It's our prayer that you receive the heavenly touch that you so much desire as you listen to the message today. Now, here is Reverend Jonathan Nkuban. You make my life so beautiful.
1: May we be receptive or responsive to your word. Anoint my lips. The Lord, all that I speak, should be from you. You alone. Let the hearts of your people be blessed and make this church stronger. Let our lives grow to know you better and better. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We do want to just appreciate God. Bless you Holy name, put your hands together for his, for his
2: goodness, for the gift of life, for his mercy.
1: Last week, we started learning on the importance of fellowship. That when we meet as Christians, the spiritual significance, what happens? Amen. Spiritually. And uh, today, we are moving to the part two, which is don't pollute the fellowship. Tell somebody, don't pollute the fellowship. Now, we said that the church is a called out ones. When we talk about the church, it means that it is a... A gathering of believers people whose who once used to be sinners and they've been saved by faith in christ jesus the bible says in john 1 12 as many as received him he gave them the power to become the sons or the children of god so when you repent and you ask christ to come into your heart then he gives you the power to become a child of god that's when i'm a child of god now okay now the early believers or the had a way uh, of living that made them to become very strong and in acts chapter two verse number 42 the Bible says that these believers number one they continue steadfastly that means that they were zealously affected they were attached they were strongly attached to the following number one to the apostles doctrine that means to the teachings of the apostles hallelujah so it means that when you are in church you must you you must be eating the food of this house when you eat here, eat here, eat here, you get confused, and you have running tummy, so you, everybody in this church must have the messages of this house, you must have them on your phone, you must have them on your, on your laptop on your iPod, iPad on your various kinds of media players so that you will be growing, don't listen one, one sermon a week or sometimes some of us two it's not enough to let you grow. So you must keep hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. Number two, they continued in fellowship. And number three, in the breaking of bread, which is talking about communion. And number four, they continued in prayers. But today I want to be zero in on they continued in fellowship. Talk about the fellowship. Now, many, many believers don't understand the importance of fellowshipping. And so, they, we, we treat coming to church or spiritual gathering with lightness and indifference. And that's the reason why we come to church when we want to come to church. And when we come to church, we try to do what we want to do. Because we don't understand the significance of it. But then when we gather, Jesus himself said, Jesus, who is the head of the church, said in Matthew 18:20 Where two or three are gathered together in my name there am I in the midst of them Hallelujah Let's read it together because that's our introductory scripture Matthew 18:20 is on the screen For where two or three are gathered together in my name there am I in the midst of them So do we have two, two or more people here? Did we come because of Jesus? If what Jesus is saying here is that if only you gathered together because of me, if you gathered, you see, Jesus is not obliged to be at Sports Stadium. Jesus is not obliged to be at the Independence Square. When people gather just anywhere for gathering's sake, he, he is not obliged to be there. But where people gather together because of him and the word in there is the, in the accusative case that is into his name those who gather together into his name if you gather into a bottle you are in a bottle so if you gather together in the name of the Lord Jesus said I am there so here this morning Jesus is here Amen. oh you didn't hear me I said Jesus is here Amen. and you know that when there is an important person or in school where there's a teacher or the headmaster, people know how to operate well. If there's no teacher or there's no headmaster or nobody, they do anything anyhow. but once they know that their eyes on them, they behave like invisible eyes that are on you. There is an invisible personality here, and he's Jesus, and he's not only here by himself, but he's here with the Holy Spirit and he's here with the angels of God, and God the Father is also here can have an amen why is Jesus in our midst why does he come around he's in our midst to bless us, to deliver us to heal us, he's present here with his virtue and power he's here in glory and majesty, someone say glory and majesty hallelujah hallelujah in Luke 5, 17, the Bible says that as Jesus was there ministering, the power of God was present to heal. So it means that where Jesus is, there is power. Tell somebody, there is power. So when we come together in fellowship, we have not come to a building of a particular preacher. Amen. So as we are here, you didn't come to a, a building with holes, you didn't come to a building with carpets. You came to Jesus. Tell somebody, I've come to Jesus. And that's the reason why you shouldn't allow anything that anybody does to take you away from this Jesus. And and in Romans chapter 8, the Bible says that what shall separate us from the love of God I think from verse 35 there. Was. He said, "What shall separate us from what shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation That means suffering, or distress, or persecution, or famine. Is it that you don't have enough food to eat, or nakedness? You don't have the kind of clothing you want, or peril, or sword? And then he continues to say, As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. And in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Hallelujah. So it means that there is nothing that should stop you. You come to church and say, well, an usher didn't greet you well, so you are angry. Uh, uh, the, uh, the, I don't like the way the choir says, I don't like the black face of the pastor. I don't like the way the wife walks. I don't like this. You didn't come to the pastor's wife. You didn't come to the usher's. You didn't come to any human being. You came to Jesus. Amen. You came to Jesus. You came to Jesus. And, and obviously... If you come to a place where people are So long as you know that you are not perfect Then there's a a brother who is not perfect A sister who is not perfect But thank God that as we come The word is working on us And we are being washed by the water of the word of God Amen The word is working on us You yourself you know very well that You have got a lot of challenges Your anger is not good The things that go on in your head is not good In the same way too Your brother do the same thing and God is working on us, including the pastors and the pastors' wives, the singers, the ushers, and that is why the Bible says that endeavor to keep the unity of the Spirit. Fight. Fight it means that your flesh will want to separate the the, the the relationship, your flesh will want to do something to affect the thing, and if everybody is giving an opportunity to do something, we'll do it differently. Is that not it? Uh-huh. And so you are very different from somebody. But the fact that the person does things differently from you doesn't mean the person is bad person. Oh, you didn't hear me. Am I preaching to somebody here? Amen so the first point i want you to know is that we you have not come to man you have not come to a building so when you come here if whether it's a cell meeting it is a choir practice meeting or it is a church service meeting you must know that jesus is in the meeting and that you didn't come to man but and you didn't come to the building but you came to jesus mm. how do i know that hebrews chapter 12 Verse 22. Some say 22. uh uh-huh. 22 to 24. 20. Amen. For the sake of some people, 20. It says that you are come unto Mount Zion. So where, how have we come to Mount Zion? Where? You see, on a mountain, everything is seen. Everything is located. You have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God. See, cities are different from ghettos and cities things are well and properly arranged are you getting me you go to the city of london you go to the city of frankfurt you go to the city of berlin the cities proper cities roads are well designed things are well in place and this is where you have come to the city of the living god so in the church things must be in orderliness that's what we tell you sit here and you don't sit where you want to sit when it's time to stand you say let's all stand Let's all do this because we have come to the city of the living God where God himself, Jesus, is the mayor. City of the living God. To the heavenly Jerusalem. Heavenly Jerusalem. Are you getting me? Jerusalem was the capital of the Israeli nation. We belong to the heavenly Jerusalem. Amen? Amen. And then the bible says that we have come to an innumerable company of angels so as we are seated here there are angels in our midst because wherever god is his angels are there when the president is going somewhere he goes to the convoy of people he's going to do something the ministers the ministers ace all kinds of people so god wherever god is his angels are there and you yourself you have guardian angels and angels also that are sent to do things on your behalf So as we meet, you must know that it is the church gathering is a very powerful and a very spiritual atmosphere. More powerful than any gathering. That's why we say, where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in their midst. And whatever we bind is bound, and whatever we lose is loose. So it is more powerful than any gathering of spiritual world any occultic gathering in the fetish gathering that, hey, Charlie, there is power inside of you because bible said that greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world i didn't have an amen. Yeah. are you here with me yeah. hallelujah we have come to an innumerable company of angels then to, to who again 23 24 i just want to show you i'm only warming up for my message today oh, wow. to the general assembly of the church of the firstborn. So we have come to the assembly. And when you go to assembly, what happens? Everybody is in line. From one people are in line. One logo logo line. Eh? And when they are standing, it's shortest in front. Is that not what they do? So when we come to church, too, there must be some beauty and some orderliness to the general assembly of the church of the first And when we go to, can, 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 assembly please, everybody, Charlie, everybody is standing in proper. In a proper way you don't talk anyhow when you go to assembly you go and talk anyhow when headmaster or head teacher or whatever you don't talk anyhow when i was in school i was a a senior prefect, and when i stand there even in fact dining hall the moment i stand in the dining hall as a senior prefect is about to sleep everybody put cutlery down everybody stops eating orderliness hallelujah and he says that we have come also to god the judge of all god who is the judge of all See, human beings can judge you but when you come to church god is the judge of all so any case that is against you god says i have cancelled it yes. this year any case that is against you may the lord cancel it yes. any case from your family background some of you there are cases from your family background you should die before a certain die. you shouldn't prosper you shouldn't marry that case is cancelled because you came to god the judge of There's a case that you shouldn't go to university, it's cancelled. There's a case that you shouldn't drive your Jaguar, it's cancelled. There's a case that you shouldn't have a Lexus, it's cancelled there's a case against you that uh, against you because maybe your father your mother did something or your grandparents did something and because of that there's a case against you that you shouldn't build a house uh, and that you shouldn't be well with you but god says i know the plans i have for you plans of good and not of evil to give you a future and hope and to bring you to an expected end so as you come to god the judge of all you come to god the judge of all the case is Overruled. When you go to the law court, the lawyers make submission. My, my lord, da da, da 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 They keep talking and the judge is sitting down. Then the judge says, overruled. Overruled means that they are, nah, no. it doesn't work. So, the enemy may be accusing you. When you were 18 years old, you committed abortion. You have slept with 12 men already. You took somebody's husband. You did that, you did that, you did that, you did that. And then because you have come to the law, and he knows that the, the blood of his son Jesus paid the price for you to cleanse you. You have come to God and judge you. say, said, I don't remember it. He said, oh, this person has been acquitted and discharged from all the negative things. So even though you committed five abortions, whatever, have cleaned your womb for you. Oh, and that you are going to be the mother of triplets rather. I will shame the devil who has been accusing you. God is about to shame the devil, the wicked ones that have been accusing you and saying that it shall not be well with you. He's about to shame them. And bless your life. Naturally speaking, you shouldn't have some things. But because of the mercies of God, He turns your story around. God the Judge of all, and to the spirit of just men made what perfect. So as we are sitting here, our spirits have been changed. As I'm standing here, I am not an ordinary person. Oh, if you don't know, don't joke with me. I am not an ordinary person. God has worked on my spirit. I am a spiritual person. Sometimes, when some things are going on in people's mind, I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can meet people and I... Uh, Do you know that one time Jesus... Uh, some people were making some statements and things, things about Jesus. And he said, he responded to them. He knew what was going on. And the Bible said that, As he is, so are we in this world. So sometimes I can tell mommy that... This person is saying this or this or this. I said, How do you know? I said, Give me one week. You see that. And truly, true. I meet people, they'll pretend. Yeah, but I know that it's a pretentious thing. Because they are saying something different in their heart. See, when you're a spiritual person, the only thing is that when you're a spiritual person, you know that hey, you are saying this about you, you're saying this about you, leave them. And you only pray for them. But you know it. And you know how to deal with them. You see, one of the ways to deal with your enemies is that you know something about your enemy, but you don't let them know that you know it. <laughs> is that right? So I can meet you and I shake you, hello, 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 but I know I know, I know what you are thinking in your heart. And I know your pretenses. Amen? And when you are at a certain level, people will not come and, and, and misbehave and say, oh no, do their face some way. They will, they will pretend. But you must be on guard. So not everybody likes you. But thank God that the Lord is on your side. And because of that, you are more than a conqueror. May you win. May God make you stronger than your enemies. I said, may the Lord make you stronger than your enemies. May God give you the upper hand. In every contest, may your hand be lifted up as a champion over every challenger in Jesus Christ's name. Verse 24. 24. I'm mean only early, early introducing. And you have come to who? Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. The blood of men. The blood of men can be wicked, though. Know? But we say the heart of man is desperately wicked. Some of you will be surprised. Your own biological brother or sister doesn't like you. They don't like why you should prosper. Why you should your, some of your cousins, some of your whatever. They may not like the fact that you it is well with you and it is well with your children. But they cannot do anything against you. Because when you come to church, there is something that happens. You see, if you you have this understanding very well, then you'll be running to church. That's why the Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. Why? Because when you, in the, in the gathering, in fellowship like this, what happens is that there's, there's the blood of sprinkling, That's a, the blood of Jesus, speaketh better things than the blood of men. So anytime that you come to church or to spiritual fellowship, there's a superior blood that is speaking. The blood of men may be speaking condemnation, but the blood of Jesus, which is a superior blood, is speaking and shutting up the mouth of witches and demons and evil spirits set against your life. And when they throw anything against you, when they throw anything against you, the blood washes it like how you are washing car. You know when you go washing bay, And you see the way the, the, the water washes the dirt, So the blood will be washing away the shame. And the condemnation and anything that you put on you and and rather speaking better things the favor of God and the goodness of God and the glory of God receive it in Jesus name hallelujah so the blood of Jesus is a superior and that's why the Bible says in Psalm 84 verse 7 that as we come to church we move from by continuing to fellowship in Zion before God we move from strength to strength. They go from strength to strength. Everyone in Zion appear before God. So as we are coming, every time, if you are watching, every time as you keep fellowshipping, you become spiritually stronger. And you know that when you don't come to church, you see that you you become some way. And people who don't come to church, eh, they begin to get weak spiritually. Their language and their attitude become some way. And that's the reason why you must get close. Because the Lord is your shepherd. And when you come to your the Lord is your shepherd. You shall not lack any good thing. And the work of the shepherd is to guide you, is to guide you, and to feed you. Amen. Guide means to lead you. Guide means to protect you. And feed means to give you provision. Receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. And that's the reason why, because fellowship is so important, we don't have to forsake the, uh, the fellowshipping of ourselves together. Paul said in, in, in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves as the manner of some is. Amen. Why? Because when we meet, we have come to Mount Zion. Obadiah 17 says that you have come unto Mount Zion, to the city of the living God. I mean, I mean, uh, Obadiah 17 says that there is deliverance upon Mount Zion. There shall be what? So as as you are here right now, we may not say gather, 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 but deliverance is taking place. <laughs> As you are coming to church right now, something spiritual is taking place and you are moving from poverty to prosperity. You are moving from sickness onto health. You are moving from singleness onto a married life. That's the reason people come to church and they meet meet a good brother, good sister. Things begin to change, Good, good partner, a good friend. You move from depression to happiness. Don't you see that sometimes you come to church. When, by the time you are coming, you are bomb, bombified. But by the time you leave, you are excited. They're singing, they worship, they're preaching, everything. It has changed. Your skin color hasn't changed. But something has changed inside of you. Because you came to Jesus. Wow. Somebody say, wow. Hallelujah. So when you come to fellowship, you are coming to the mountain of loving kindness, mercy, healing, health, and good things. Praise God. And David was somebody who loved God so much that in Psalm 42, verse 1 and 2, he says that as a deer panted for the water brooks, so my soul panted after thee. Someone say My soul panted after thee. And you must be somebody who sat must pant after God. When it is Saturday, he said, Thank God, Sunday is coming. People say, Thank God, it's Friday. Because they want to go and booze and go and party. But as for you, you must say, thank God it is Sunday. And you must be getting prepared. You see, after today, you must start preparing for the next Sunday. The next service. You must start preparing the dress you'll be wearing. You don't start looking for a dress on Saturday night. How about the zippy sports? And you don't, you don't choose only one dress. You must choose two or three. So that if one doesn't work, then the other one, because as you are eyeing it, something can happen to it. Right, right. Or as you are wearing the zip, then the zip can cheat. The zip does it, cheat. And that's it. And once it's only one dress, and you are left with a few minutes to come and say, No, 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 no. Say, Lord, you understand already. <speaking in Hebrew> then you tell God, God, whether do you no the thing is that you didn't prepare well. But listen to me if you are traveling, you are going to get a visa, or you are traveling and you have to go get to the airport and said, time. anything you have plan B is that not it? You are looking at your roots. He said, If this route will be very choked, then I'll use the other route. And you make sure also that you set off very early. But it, so it means that if we come to church late, it shows how we value. The fellowshipping, we don't understand what is even going on in the church. But we must be in church on time. Because when we come and we are worshiping God, the Bible says in Psalm 22, verse 3, God inhabits, God stays in the fellowship in the in the worship of his people. Our worship builds a throne for God to come and inhabit and be a blessing unto us. Can I have an amen? amen? And when you read, I believe Psalm 85 or so. He says that praise awaits you. That means that in the house of God there is praise, and may we come to church. Everybody, you must have, bring your sacrifice of praise first unto God every Sunday. Can I have an amen? Tell somebody bring when you are coming to church. Bring your sacrifice of praise. Psalm sixty-five, verse one and two, four to seven. Quickly, he says that Psalm sixty-five. Verse 1 and 2. So someone said 1 and 2. He said, Praise waits for thee, oh God, in where? Zion. So it means that wait, you must you have to let God know that Charlie, God in Zion, my pray, my praise is readily available for you. So you when you come to church, we must see you dancing. Amen. We must see you. Sometimes some of we'll the praise and worship time. One, most of you, you you don't even come. And when you are coming you are coming late. When you come to church late, you haven't come to church. Hello? Nonetheless, if you are late, you still force and come. He says, so for no can you so for this is my thirty minutes. Don't worry. You didn't come to church for man. Sometimes for, for, for good reasons. Are you getting me? Or maybe for pressing issues, you came. So you first and come. I know sometimes I are getting the children ready and other things. And these days the weather no. Someone say the weather no. Yeah. uh uh-huh. So when, when it's getting to six o'clock, ah, you think you still think that this is So you don't you don't you don't use the brightness or the darkness, you use a clock or a watch. <laughs> Am I talking to somebody here? Yeah. So you must you, you must prepare. Listen, Saturday night you must prepare. The song you are come to sing unto the Lord. Wear something that will make you feel free to dance. Some of you wear dress that you cannot move your body. Because at the end of the I say, eh, dress, you know. There's no space. Eh? When I see you, I <laughs> You cannot move Because what you like can create a But you see, when a footballer is going to play, course he's going to play football, he dresses in such a way that he'll feel free to score the goal. So you must dress in such a way that you'll feel free to praise your God. Amen. Come with that heart. Come with a prepared heart. I have come to praise my God. And you have not come to look at them. But when I come to church, I am first a worshipper before a pastor. So don't come and think that I'm coming to pose and be, maybe if you've seen some people do it somewhere, that's them. But mean my understanding of the word of God is that I must come with my sacrifice of praise. And the thing is sacrifice. And sacrifice is going to cost you something. Something is cost you your time. Sometimes you are not very happy. And you don't praise God. Somebody said, Oh, and when I'm I'm not happy, I want I want to come to church when I'm happy. You don't come to church when you are happy. You come to church because you have a, an appointment with God. That's why they have an appointment with God. How do I know that? Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4, verse 16. The Bible says that as his custom was, as his custom was, Jesus went to them. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath where they hallelujah. So it was the custom of Jesus to go to the synagogue. What's the meaning of the custom? His tradition. His lifestyle. So, you as a Christian, it must be your lifestyle. In fact, if Sunday morning you are sitting in the house, then there's something wrong. There's something what? Wrong. Hey! Sunday, you must take your wife, your children, your dog, everybody else, say, It is Sunday we have an appointment with God. So, will you some day say, I went somewhere? You went which way? Why is it that you don't go somewhere on Monday? on Tuesday. By the day of the Lord, you have an appointment with Jehovah who gives you life, gives you ability to do your wig, and puts a a bow tie on your head. Hey! Someone. Bow tie on the head. Look at that. Bow tie. Bow tie. Bow tie on the head. God helps you to have a head whereby you can have bow tie. Don't worry. It is not your head. Uh So don't go and say, the preaching is removing uh, things on people's head. I have not come to you. She, she's very comfortable. She likes it. It's even a blessing that I'm touching her hair. You see, when, when you are in the preaching, you must be very happy. I said, when you are in the preaching, you must be very happy. Because the man of God is coming to you with the anointing. Can't you see her now? She has got to receive the anointing. I she, ah! Isn't it a blessing? Nobody should take any funny picture and take it to WhatsApp or Facebook and say in the church, the, the pastor is now hugging, hugging, and squeezing the girl. I didn't even squeeze her. In. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand. A shout of praise. She's my daughter. Amen. And she's my red daughter. You see, the people around me, unless you yourself, you, you distance yourself, I love you truly like a child from my lawyer I'm telling you I love you from my lawyer what concerns you you see as I'm, as I'm there right the center I, know, I just said and I look at all the young ladies and my prayers. Oh Lord Lord bless them with good husbands those who don't have children yet I pray God that, that's one of my prayers I am praying sincerely I'm telling you so I, I, I get a That's come into my life i say, hey hey who is that man the only thing is that i want to make sure the person is a, a serious and a committed christian eh? not that he has houses and cars i'm not looking at that because surely the cars and houses are coming yeah. oh yeah that's what i look to me when i met mommy what did i have i did i had things i said Fing. yeah you know so i don't look at that at all Amen. So I am praying. I am praying. I am desiring. Oh, how I, I, I wish that every week we'll have a wedding in the church, and we'll have gojemo twins and triplets. I put one here. I put one here, and the mommy will hold one. Amen. Yeah. And it shall come to pass. As I shall come to pass. So you you you, you must know that uh, when we son, Sunday. It's a time for the synagogue. Sunday is a time for the church. Sunday we don't go anywhere. You, you have appointment with the most high God, the most important personality on planet Earth. Even when you are not well, let them bangle you and bring it as, as a condition that maybe you, you, you need to take a little rest or something, or something. Other than that, force that's about the force. That's why you are force. Hallelujah. It must be your custom. Something that is regular with you. Your, your household, your children. It means that for you to be festive on your Sunday service, Saturday you don't go party. Saturday, oh. Saturday oh. you go party. It's a Kung Fu dancing. You've done the Kung Fu dancing. you dance all your R&B and the hip, uh, hip life. Upejikbe! Se-ro! 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 Se 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 Nada! Hey! It's a dance! And you are dancing, you have sweated, exercise! You are tired, you come home 2 a.m., 3 a.m., Santa, 4 a.m. It's a medakakra! no why? Ube what so? Oh, sister, oh, I'll come for second service. You sleep after twelve, you miss the opportunity. You miss it. You miss it. You miss your appointment with God. Am I preaching somebody here? So, and you don't watch films into the night. Part one, part two. Che wa part one, part two, part three. And you have watched from uh, 2 a.m. So what time are you going to sleep? And when you come to church, you have a freshman. When you are going to write examinations, you keep watching films. Don't you plan? You see, You see, it is the way we value God. So if God is important to you, you must psych yourself and say, I am getting ready. Rather right Saturday in the night, Sata, hey, 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 hey. hey. Your bathroom, your toilet, your wherever must be saturated with prayer, with tongue. You are preparing your spirit man because you know that you have an appointment with Jehovah. Prepare yourself in the spirit. Spiritual preparation. Somebody say spiritual preparation. And take an envelope and say, Lord, I thank you for all the good things you've done for me and put in an offering and say, Lord, I don't have much but this is what I have I bring to your house and when it's Sunday morning you are come to church, come with a smile don't come bombified. come with a smile you are not the only person with a, 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 a challenge some people's challenges are more. When you hear their own, you begin to sum up what they say. And they me, that was you. Hallelujah! Am I preaching somebody here? So learn to be an excited person. And when the, when you come to church, also, you see, let people be happy around you. Some of your faces are too serious. What well, do you want to frighten the brothers? I want to frighten the preacher. Make your face nice. When they say amen, say amen. When everybody is smiling, smile also. Because one of the signs of disloyalty is people don't say amen. Those who don't write notes, when everybody is smiling, you are not smiling. So I mean, you are are so different that all that the pastor is doing or whoever is doing anything, you, you are in neutral gear. The other people are fools. No. We are family. Even for nothing at all, to encourage somebody. Amen. But Brother Master, he's not here. I told him Friday to lead a prayer. After he finished the prayer, he said, Daddy, you've been trying. You. It's not easy. Yo. I said, Don't worry, you are doing very well. If you like, let me give the microphone. I said, This day, when you don't do your first night, so I'm coming to you. I said, Continue the preaching. Sister, continue the preaching. Hey, it's so easy. Just five minutes. Only preach five minutes. Continue the preaching for five minutes. Now while you poor and sorry, you will see how you say, hmm, my sissy. Hmm, my here. Hmm, my here. It is not an easy thing. As the custom of Jesus was, may it be your custom. Amen. Wednesday is a teaching service. Friday it is prayer. So, whether Manchester United is playing, Chelsea is playing, Barcelona is playing, Accra has to fall. Midiama, Adriana, Oligogo, Olimashi. Whatever, whichever team that is playing, you first of all before Oligogo and before Chelsea and Midiama and Manu Man and Liverpool, God was Oli Machine. Before Oli. Oh, if you support Oli. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. God was first. The Bible says in the beginning, God. God. Someone say God. God. So in the beginning of your relationship, God. In the beginning of your day, God. You know Sunday is the first day of the week? God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so, so it is very important that we 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 make church coming our custom. Amen. Are you learning something? And you see, anything that is good, the devil also wants to spoil it. And he will spoil it in many ways. In fact, in heaven, there was absolute peace and perfection till the devil and some angels began to rebel against God. Yeah! The devil, Lucifer, and some other evil angels, they started to pollute the atmosphere. But you must make sure that the zeal of the Lord is so strong on you to stop the pollution. Tell somebody, stop the pollution. In John chapter 2 verse 13 to 17, the Bible says that Jesus went to the temple and the purpose of the temple, at the Jewish Passover, Jesus went to, up to Jerusalem. Read it with me, I want you to get the story well. And he found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves and the changers of money Sitting, hey, and when he had made a sketch of small cords, he drove them all out. He drove some, he drove all out of the temple, and the sheep and the oxen, and poured out the changers' money, and overthrew their tables. Why? Because he said unto them that sold doves, Take these things out, make not my father's house a house of merchandise or selling hallelujah it means that uh, the bible says the house of God is called what the house of prayer so it means that these people had changed the purpose of the house of god and there are times that people change the purpose of the house of god what they were doing was polluting you see here where the, the dogs were there the various animals were there so definitely they were pooing amoe tomatoes yeah, uh, anchor this they were selling in the church As today we are selling in the church. So when the owner of the church, when Jesus came into the temple, he said, this is not how it ought to be. Jesus was a person of righteousness. And he drove out unrighteousness. If you are a person of righteousness, you must drive away unrighteousness. Are you hearing me? He drove away evil doings in the church. And some of you, you condone evil doings. Your friend is doing something evil, something bad. And because he's your friend, you don't stop him. But God will judge you if you do not stop that person from the evil doing. Including your wife, including your husband, including your children. Ask mommy. She's my wife. I love her. But I will never let her do anything contrary to the word of God. Ask her. The position is clear in the light of the word of God. We are not shifting away from the word. You see, that people say, if you don't do this, I won't do this. If you don't, that's a man. Choose between me and God. You, man, you are telling your wife or your woman, and because of that, some women leave God to follow men. You don't know what you are following. A man will break your heart into 24 pieces. You ladies will get up and say, I'm I'm trying to mend my marriage, I'm trying to work on my marriage, I'm trying to love a man. You, You better love God first. I said, you better love God first. Even your own children, they can break your heart. Having people taking care of their children and they don't want to mind them again. Hey! He said, I'm taking care of my friendship. The day you make a phone call and you get to the gate and your friend, your, your friend has told the, the watchman when he comes, he releases the dog. You will see. Amen. So, give your heart to God first. Give your heart. To your friend. Give your heart to God. First. Hallelujah. Your heart must be for God. You must stand for righteousness. Jesus stood for righteousness. So when evil was taking place in the church, he drove them out. In heaven. In heaven. Are you listening to me? Share. Don't joke. In heaven, when Lucifer and his angels were misbehaving, there were other angels, Michael and his team, who faced them. Do we have some Michael's? Do we have some good angels here? The good angels must face the bad angels. When evil is allowed to perpetuate, it causes deterioration of society. When the righteous keep quiet, the atmosphere is destroyed. You don't keep going and me, I don't want to be known as a bad person. I don't want to stop anything. You must rise up. And say, this evil must stop. There are some things going on in your family. That, that nonsense must stop. Some of you, your families, that say some things are going on. And you must rise up and say, it must stop. Spiritually too, you must rise up and say, this is my church. This is the body of Christ. Say, bro, you are my friend. You have given me this and that. You have even dashed me a car. But this is wrong. Am I preaching somebody here? Yeah. If your boyfriend is misbehaving and going, going to the word of God, he said, you either go with God or forget because your, that your boyfriend cannot save you. You'd be so surprised. The day you die, as they are burying you, she's looking at another woman. Who told you that you will die and people will cry forever? After your barrier, they will be eating your love rice. And you see your spouse is dancing. They they, they are dancing. And they will have buffet. These days they have buffet. They will chew chichinga. suya. They will will eat fufu, apapranza, everything. On top of your they say, you have gone. So you better make sure that you have a place in the heart of God and the presence of God. I'm following God. I, I'm trying to save my marriage. I am building my marriage. You Can you build your marriage? I'm trying to save my home, my family. It must be God's family first. Someone say, God's family first. Yeah. So, Jesus, the people were polluting. And when you continue, he says, his disciples, he, when he drove them out, he says, his disciples, remember that it was written, the zeal of thy house has consumed me or eaten me up. The zeal of the house of God must consume you up. You must come to church excited. When it's praise and worship time, we must see young men and women running around and dancing and praising God. And not saying, I'm feeling shy. You are waiting for your wedding day before you dance. Shame. You are waiting for your wedding day. How long will you dance? Hallelujah. Am I preaching here? Amen. So you make sure that Charlie, there's no pollution. You are coming to church on time. Tell somebody to come to church on time. And then as you come to church also, as you are part of the church, don't spoil the fellowship in the church. Amen. Don't spoil the fellowship. That means that don't have bad discussions about the church. Let me tell you, some of you, your children will go wayward because of the things you say about the church and the pastor. The leadership. And what you are teaching them is for them to disrespect the church, the leadership, and the anointing. And if somebody disrespects authority and disrespects the anointing, what will become of you? So sometimes, as you are unhappy, some of you, you know the reason why your relations don't come to church. Because when you are unhappy about something, you go to the house, and when the church, and the pastor, the pastor's wife, you are having discussion. And you are talking, and even when your friends come, you are having discussion about the church where you have received spiritual covering from. As I'm preaching to you Sunday after Sunday, don't you know that God has given me spiritual covering uh, spiritual authority over your life? If I preach good things to you and you say amen, then when I correct you, you should be able to say amen. Yeah. yeah. And the Bible says that listen, if you rise up against things like that, you become cursed. Because it says that the, the shrub or the tree that has been watered, if it produces stones, eh, to prick the waterer is equal to being cursed. When anybody, listen to me, when anybody you come there, has laid hands on you, preached the word of God to you, blessed your marriage, dedicated your children, stood with you, and then one day, you just get angry, and you begin, you gather people, and you begin to say bad things about the church to spoil the village, to poison and to pollute the environment. You are a very wicked person. They say things in order to spoil the atmosphere, and the people in the place cannot breathe well. The scent in the room has changed. Meanwhile, air conditioned room, the room must be nice and nicely centered. Oh, give me five. Ah, we need a BA. Nicely centered, but they are spoiled. Then this is But yeah, nyanya, 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 I know this, this, this is There may be things you may even know But you are not qualified to talk about it You are not qualified to talk about the challenges of your father Because you have not reached your father's age When this man is sitting, you cannot get up and order him by force. Because you do not know his age. You don't know what he has been through. You, oh my God. You don't wash your face upwards. You wash your face downwards. The Bible says, rebuke not an elder and treat him as a father. We read First Psalm twenty-eight. The Bible says that, David, listen, sometimes you have a right and a cause to, to destroy or to do something evil. But don't do it. Because when you do it, you have set the right example. You you are in for total destruction, you and your children's children. David was, David, Saul had harassed David a lot of times. And David's people said, We have got this man at the corner. Let's kill him. Let's finish him up. And then David, oh, I like David. That's why he was a man after God's own heart. If there's a character to learn, learn about David. Tell somebody, learn about David. 1 Samuel 26, verse 8 to 11. The Bible says that, Abishai said to David, God has delivered your enemy into your hand. Now therefore, let me smite him. I pray thee with the, the spear, even to the earth, at once. And I will not smite him the second time. And David said, Abishai, destroy him not. For who can stretch forth his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? God knows the weakness of the person and yet God decided to choose the person and anoint him and say, this is the person I'm using to know this. Who are you to get up and question what God has not questioned? Are you wiser? Don't you sleep that God sleep? You sleep but God doesn't sleep. Do you think you know the sins of the person better than God? So if God has not judged, you have no business judging. Because as you are judging, you are judging your own life. When you do like this, you, when you do like this, you one to the person, three pointing to you, one accusing God. That God, you are a foolish God. You are that you chose this person. When you do like this, everybody do like this. How many are pointing to you? How many on the fingers? spiritual people don't accuse do you know that when they caught the woman who they said she had been caught in adultery
0: you see your chin red
1: red and when jesus came around oh jesus he stood there and he wrote on the ground what jesus was saying was that no comments you are human no comments because you tomorrow you don't know what you are going to get into you have not been presented with a situation for you to fall into that trap. If you have not fell or fallen into a particular trap before, don't accuse somebody who has fallen into it. You see yourself. Oh, look at that. She's got carry one. She went and got pregnant. This and this. Is that your business? Leave that to her God. Pray for the person. Jesus. I told me. I won't accuse anybody. It's not my duty. My duty is to preach to you. It's to help you to know God. When well, I have to correct you, I'll correct you by the word of the Lord. Can I have an amen? Yeah. Jesus wrote no comment. And he said, Neither do I condemn you. Spiritual people don't accuse. Didn't God see that Adam and Eve had sinned and humanity have sinned against God? But when you read Romans chapter 5, verse 8, God comm- commended his love towards us. That whilst we're still sinners, Christ died for us. Whilst we were sinners, he died for us. It means that this God is a compassion. Listen, every father, eh? every father, every mother, no matter the state of their children, they love their children. Yeah? Don't go and talk by heart against people's children. They will hate you. No matter what their state is, just pray for them. Don't say bad things from today, those of you who make bad. So don't say bad things about God's chosen servants you come to the church nya, 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 and they should have done this nya, 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 and, nya, 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 meanwhile how many souls have you brought to church today did you even pray for the pastor did you pray for the church service you are spoiling the fellowship and as the church service is going on you are making commentaries the choir should have sung this shiny stars they should have worn this kind of dress why didn't you buy them they should have sung this way. They should have done this. They should have done that. You are making commentaries. You have become a commentator giving commentaries. Spoiling the atmosphere. So somebody comes to church excited, wanting to hear of God, of God and grow up in the things of God and the bad things you say, take the person away from the house of God. May you not be the person who swept people away from the house of God. Yeah. If you come to church and you are happy about something, don't go and discuss it with your father and your mother. Don't go and discuss it with your brothers and sisters. Discussing with spiritual people, I hearing me. Many years ago, I had one of my armor bearers, and they have their own meetings. Like, sometimes I don't know what they are doing. And later I saw that one of them was sitting somewhere at some corner and all those things. And sometimes I know they sit at strategic places. So later on, I wasn't seeing this person in church, and I went to him, trying to how are you know how come and you see most church people they don't even speak the truth; they add the spirit of lying as well. The real reason why they are doing something, they don't even say it. And especially with us Ghanaians, we are two-faced. And so, to cut a long story short, many months later, probably even after, quite a long while later, then I got to know that, not knowing that, Somebody had told him that they said he was unclean. And because they had told him he was unclean, and I think either their leader at that time, or somebody had stopped him from taking my Bible. When I come from my house, I have many of the people, different people take my Bible. So I don't even recognize who is taking my Even today, I don't know who, who picked my Bible. So because he was not picking my Bible, he was stopped from picking my Bible, he assumed... And started thinking that, then he, and they are saying he's unclean. It means that I am saying he's unclean, so he shouldn't take my Bible. And you, got so close to me that you didn't even say that. Oh, that they have stopped me from taking your Bible. That's why I don't take your Bible. Or have I done anything? Why am I mind that I'm not being allowed to take your Bible? This is common sense. Yes. He had bought this in his heart, and you know what? The interesting thing is that instead of talking to spiritual people in the church, he went to talk to his unbelievables and told him, oh this and then the boss said oh, you wait and see whether you are going to do this and this and, and me, because we also didn't know, he was there he was there, he said, up to today he has regretted, but because they started, he was talking to many people and all the bad things he comes to me for prayer, he comes, but he cannot come to the church if there is something, listen if somebody said, me, Jonathan and I've said something to you, walk to me not what the person said Oh, that I hear that you are not happy with me. So that what my unhappiness, let me express it myself. Because sometimes people will say this man says this when he has said nothing and he knows nothing. He is fighting you with using somebody. <laughs> Am I sharing something here with you? So don't get up and and talk and do things and still on the story of uh, David. He said that what? I will not touch the Lord's anointed. Please, don't get up and be fighting spiritual people. Can I have an amen? Don't fight. Don't make evil comments. Bad commentaries. You get up and you are saying things you don't even know and you don't understand. Romans 16, 17 and 18. The Bible says that mark on, take note of those who cause divisions and avoid them. Beseech you. Mark them. Someone say mark. That means, as preaching is going on, they are making bad comments about the preaching, and all those things, mark them. Amen. Mark those. Why? Because the devil is the number one separatist. So anybody who is saying anything to separate you from the house of God, is pulling the fellowship. And he's an agent of the devil. In fact, he's doing the devil's job for him. Do you know that when the devil got to do that, Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve were driven out. When the devil shows up in your house, he shows up in your life, and you allow him to speak to you, he will drive you away from the presence of God. Anybody who is saying bad things about the church, he's driving you away from the presence of God. Anybody saying bad things about the pastor, he's driving you away from the presence of God. In fact, if you yourself to you are there, and you begin to have some feelings that, like, hmm, say, I saw no no, no. Listen, in this church, we love everybody. If only you are ready to work, you are ready to do something, we, we are ready to embrace you too much. And me, me, I don't get people close to me because of your car, your house, or what, no. In fact, rather, people have gained house, cars and houses and go co- as they have gotten close. So when you see those people close to me, it is because of the fact that they probably, they even had nothing. And being under the ministry, they have increased. And they are still my children. Yeah. They are still my children. You see, that handsome policeman there, come. Come, my policeman, come. You see, quickly. Walk like you are a policeman, quick. You see, this handsome man, when you see me, you start to say, oh, they be on there, they are on their they are on Eh? He has worked with me. He, he has been one of my security people for many days. My visitor my, my calls him her uh, 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 boyfriend. Every time he says, how's my boyfriend? But he's been here with me long as a student, as a small boy. Before, he, 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 he he's now wearing black black. He's wearing, are you getting me? Uh-huh. So when you see all these people around me, it's related. it's relationship. And so when you come to church, don't, don't sit far away. Force and come close to the pastor. If you used to be close and you, you have started going back, it means something is beginning to take place in your heart. Amen. Don't go and sit far. Get close. Because somebody is saying bad things, that's the reason why you are moving away gradually. 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 So you used to be nice to a pastor. You used to be hello pastor. This time, this time you look at him in some way. Hey, I think now I suspect him. Now, I think I, I hear he's, he's, he's a thief. Maybe he chops the church money. Oh, he, he does this. He does that. He does that. <laughs> Hallelujah. The question is why offering are you out You calculate your offering for the whole year, and you will see that your offering, you know, uh, uh, and you know the way the market is today and even though the prices of things have increased god has not increased his size not even to 15 percent they have increased many things you see so i want you to know that we have a beautiful family and the devil wants to spoil the family but as you stay here and you bring in your friends the family increases and becomes bigger amen it's a beautiful family you know so why do you want to spoil this fellowship amen you don't spoil a fellowship like this we have a beautiful church so don't let anybody anytime somebody is saying bad things say go and read the scripture go and read the book of ephesians eh endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit shall no psalms be shall no fasting who see me who yeah your spirit is becoming polluted fasting one can say, oh one week fasting. Only water. Uma sober. Yeah. Any time you find out that you are becoming polluted fast. When you begin to start criticizing somebody fast, because this way you to know, Charlie, it doesn't take food. Into one pie, mommy. No one's draw. No one's ready. Then I don't know what you are doing to help us. You have no idea. You have no idea. Can I have an amen? Let's finish this quickly. 18. He says that, For they that are such, that means that those who cause divisions, they, are, they do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ by their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches. Do it in New King James for me. They deceive the hearts of the simple. Those who are such do not serve our Lord Jesus, but their own belly, and by smooth words, and flattering speech, they deceive the hearts of the simple. So What do you want the pastor to do for you? Do you want me to carry you out my back? The pastor's women, preach the word of God to you. Don't pollute the fellowship. Tell your friend, don't pollute the fellowship. And the fact that you've been given opportunity to do something in the house of God, it's a great blessing for God to bless you and your children and your children's children. Hallelujah. I will learning something here? Don't accuse. Tell somebody, don't accuse. Revelation chapter 12, verse 7 to 10. Let me quickly finish this. Quickly, quickly. Revelation 12. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with a dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail. The enemy they will fight, but they won't prevail. Nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. There, listen to me. Anybody who doesn't believe in this church, tell the person to pack his things and go away. The Bible says, cast out this corner, and the strife will cease. The corner is somebody who doesn't, if anybody doesn't believe in you, he has no right to stay around your life. If you are moving with a brother a sister who criticizes you, doesn't appreciate, you see, you must be you must be with people who celebrate you and not, and not tolerate you. Pastor John, did you hear me? If you are in this church, you must celebrate me and not tolerate me. And I must celebrate you. And I celebrate you. That's the reason why I take time to prepare to come and preach. Not only in word, but in prayer. And I desire the best for your life. Can I have an amen? Yeah. The great dragon called the devil, who deceived the whole world, he was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Tell somebody, Shazel Le Cast out the scorner. Anybody who scorns you, disrespects you, does not believe in you, has no right to stay in your presence for five minutes. You are sowing bad seeds. And according to Galatians 6-7, the Bible says that whatever seed you sow, you reap it. And because of that, it can affect your children and your children's children. It can affect your marriage. Some of you too, when you are unhappy and you are leaving, you just leave the church without exit protocol. You come to the church, hello pastor, 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 I know we receive you. The day you are angry, you, you want to spoil everything. The plates that others have eaten from it, and they are eating from it. You are polluting it. No exit protocol. That's what most people do. No exit protocol. And do you know what you are doing? As you just left the church, you are forgotten that you have a wife. Or you have a wife, you have a, ch- a child, you have a husband the person, one of them will walk away from your life. One day before you realize your wife has packed her things. You don't know where she's left you. Because you see, you are doing some things that at a point in time, because of the seed you have planted, the person will just leave you. Your children will leave your house. Don't sow bad seeds. If you think that you've got into a point you want to go, say, oh that. I think now I feel like I want to move on here. Just come. So that I know where you have gone to. Then when we meet, hello, brother, hello, sister, then we can flow. But when you just leave, when we meet by the roadside, how do we talk? Am I preaching somebody here? Hallelujah. Amen. Let me finish this quickly. Is it a blessing? Mm, We are talking about fellowship. Someone said the fellowship Amen. So when they were cast down, he said, I heard the loud voice saying, now is come what? Salvation and strength. The kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before our God day and night, has been cast down. It means that when there's accusation, there's weakness. You see, if you are there, say, hey, 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 You are a thief, you are thief, you are thief. You see, she, she's even surprised. I could see from her eyes, she's, she's confused. Accusation causes you to be confused. Accusation causes you to be weak. So accusation causes people to become frightened. It causes them to become weakened. And then where there's accusation in the place, it muddies the waters, and sheep don't want to step in muddy waters. Because they don't know whether crocodile is inside or not. Then check them Amen. Am I helping somebody here? So from today, let us not encourage evil talking. If somebody, fe- you feel strongly about something, go and see one of the leadership and say, this is the way I feel. Or this is the way I've seen this. Can we do this or that? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Some of you are not responding. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm preaching. Amen. So, Become a loyal person. Just want to become a loyal person. People who are disloyal, they criticize, they're always making negative comments in the church. They say they are preaching against them. Maybe as I'm preaching, somebody even thinks I'm preaching against him. Oh, you are still saying, or statifying preaching We have come to start fine. We have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the blood was sprinkling. Or shame me direction, not preaching, I am not afraid of any face. No, 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 no. I have spiritual authority as a spiritual father to address anybody in the house about your conduct. But if there's something that is being said publicly, it means that it is to bless the people publicly. So that other people will learn from it. It's not because of you. Because if it is you, I have to come to you. I'm not afraid of any of my children. i call them and address them. And you are my, if you are my spiritual child, I will call you. And i call you out of love. And let you know that this and this and that is no good. So why should you take offense? And in fact, if God is even talking to you, should you not be happy? Then write that together. So it means that if they are preaching against you, look at your own life. And say, is it me? If it is you, change if it is not you, don't pollute that thing. And say, eh, na, 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 eh, he talk about this eh, and this and that. Eh, eh. One day, I use somebody for illustration. Then some, somebody sitting somewhere said, eh, "By the way, they, they measure the person. Said, is that you? The person I even used for illustration was very happy. That's how be." That's why I didn't mention your name. Am I preaching somebody here? Is it helping us? So, people who make sarcastic remarks about the pastor, the preaching, question marks. Tell somebody, no comments. When you come to church, we open the Bible and we share a few things. No comments. No comment. You preach here. Amen. I want more of You, Jesus.
0: Thank you for listening to the Hour of Glory broadcast. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. We invite you to join us at Springs of Life Chapel International and be part of a great family. Sundays, first service, 6.30 to 8.30 a.m. Second service, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. We have our teaching service every Wednesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. And prayer and miracle service every Friday at 6.30 p.m. You will find us at the Zoe Temple on the Bachuna Dogono Road off the Spintex Road at Bartona Ekuban Junction. You can always call 0242 784 424 or 0244 216 084. Email Revj Ekuban at salcy.org. Revj Ekuban is spelled R E V J E K U B A N. Sol S O L C I. That is Revj Ekuban at salcy.org. <music>